from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. The other barrier is a lot of children in the rural areas are covered by Medicaid. And even though it sounds good on paper that, oh, you have insurance for dental care for your children, finding that care is really hard. I mean, why do we wait till they have the cavity? Why don't we address it earlier? And it's simple, it's easy, and that's the focus for me, is to get that message out to primary care, to parents. I'm Rod Milam, in for Sarah Fenske. With the acute health crisis of a resurgence of COVID-19 cases in Missouri in the news now, even among young people, there's a much longer running health crisis that affects children and teens in rural Missouri, and it doesn't get nearly as much attention. That's dental health. In a new documentary available on YouTube, Rural Children in Crisis, Access to Missouri Oral Care, we'll hear from a foster mother, Rachel Hakeem, as she describes the condition of the teeth of two of her newest foster children, boys ages two and four, and their first visit to a dentist while they were under her care. Uh, the two-year-old, he had just his teeth were rotted away here in the front, like up to the gum. We did come to find out there was like Mountain Dew and soda in a bottle that would be given to him. So, uh, and then the four-year-old, his front teeth were just like black, like just completely black, rotted away. And the dentist said that teeth would need to be pulled, capped. Um, the one where his teeth were kind of rotted away up to the gum, that they would have to cut, cut the teeth out. Um, so they said they would have to go under general anesthesia. And joining me in studio to talk about what happened after that visit to the dentist and the issues that Rachel had with finding someone to treat her new foster children is the creator and narrator for that documentary, Dr. Carol Berger, assistant professor of nursing at Maryville University. Uh, Dr. Carol, thank you very much for joining us and welcome to the program today. Thank you for having me, Rod. Okay, great. I would like to first find out what led you to talk about and actually present this documentary in the first place. So my initial research as a doctoral student at UMSL was um, in regards to oral health in primary care. I'm a family nurse practitioner, and that, just like um, Rachel Hakeem talked about with her foster children, that's what I found in practice when I was taking care of children and looking at their teeth. In rural Missouri, I was seeing just unbelievable decay. And um, my initial research led to 25% of the children that we studied having to have oral surgery. And that, and for a child under five, that means they have to go under general anesthetic. So it's a big deal. And then they're missing those teeth for years. So it affects a lot of their life. So um, when I became a professor at Maryville University, years later, about seven years later, I picked my research back up again, which I was, uh, I did another complete study, uh, but I studied now the entire state of Missouri and preventive care. What can we do to prevent this in, um, in a family practice, you know, and um, I was talking to colleagues, Scott Argus and uh, Angus and uh, Lily Keys, and they, they did documentaries. And they said, you know, Carol, we've got to do a documentary. We need to highlight this. And mm -hmm. they dedicated their expertise and time. And we put the documentary together and got the music put to it and everything with uh, Carlita's help. And it was just wonderful. It really is a beautiful documentary. That's interesting, and I'd kind of like to find out 
Is there anything particular about it being rural Missouri that leads uh, the children to have poor or this level of dental care that you actually see? Well, we, we have federal, federal shortage areas of dentists. And, you know, so, so when the more rural you get, the less dental coverage you have, okay? So that, that's one barrier. The other barrier is a lot of children in the rural areas are covered by Medicaid. And even though it sounds good on paper that, oh, you have insurance for dental care for your children, finding that care is really hard. So the transportation issues in rural Missouri are really difficult. They can have to travel from, let's say, someplace like Ellsbury to uh, Wentzville, which is 40 miles away or downtown St. Louis, which is a lot farther, I mean, uh, 60 to 80 miles away, or Jefferson City to get care for their children and wait months and months and months to get there. Now, why is there a shortage? Is there a shortage of actual practitioners or are there other factors that are involved in that? There's a shortage, first of all, in, in dentists in general. Okay, And then there's a, a limited amount of dentists uh, that take care of children under five Okay, that's a specialty. And then Medicaid. Medicaid doesn't pay them. So for every child they take care of under Medicaid insurance, they lose money. Well, as a matter of fact, in your film, you spoke with the Lincoln County Health Department's dental program coordinator, Kim Farrell. And she talks about how it's been difficult dealing with Medicaid in order to get children seen and taken care of properly. One of the, the reasons why I'm hearing that these providers are dropping is because of the reimbursement rate. Obviously here in Lincoln County, we, um, our Medicaid reimbursement is not uh, substantial in any way. We could not fully sustain our clinic 100% on Medicaid reimbursement. It takes a lot of training and education for the staff members to know all the ins and outs of the billing procedures and know the, the guidelines that Medicaid requires for certain procedures, as well as the prior authorization. It doesn't, prior authorizations with Missouri HealthNet all have to be done by paper. Most of our private practice dental offices are all moving to electronic. So there's a lot of little things that add up to make it a much more complex system than what a private commercial insurance plan. So it sounds, it's it's not even just that there are fewer dentists practicing and that will affect things. And it's not even just payment. It's even trained people inside of dental offices, mm -hmm. if I understand, right. to deal with the bureaucracy to even try to make it possible for both the dentist office to survive and for the children to at least even get seen, let alone treated. So, so my focus with the documentary is we need to focus on prevention. And that's what primary care practice can do. Family practitioners like myself, pediatricians, can jump on board and do um, preventive care with fluoride varnish. And that means that we, I mean, why do we wait till they have the cavity? Why don't we address it earlier? And it's simple, it's easy, and that's the focus for me, is to get that message out to primary care, to parents, to ask your primary care physicians to varnish their children's teeth at the well child visits. They, they should be able to do that. Is there anything keeping doctors from doing that now? Is it just 
it's not in the typical practice that a doctor would do anything. Uh, is there anything else around that? Well, it, it's it's all in integrating an oral health preventive program into a medical practice, which is easy to do, but it takes people to come in to kind of help get it set up. You know, so they have the supplies. They know where to order the supplies for them. They know how to bill, which we can put it into the electronic uh, medical record. Medicaid pays for it to be done. And so it it just needs to be made easy. Um, A primary care provider has too many issues to think of to try to set it up themselves. They need somebody to come in that office and show them how to set up an oral health program into their well-child visits. And do you have a solution for somebody to actually go in and do that? Is there a program in place for that? Or that's, what I'm wor- that's what I'm advocating with the uh, Missouri State Board, uh, not State Board, the oral health uh, program in Missouri the, um, with uh, Dr. John Dane and on that department to try to get a team of people together that we could um, be assistants to help um, to help pr- uh, family practice um, set that up. There is even teledentistry now. So primary care practices could... Um, if they found a problem, connect with the dentist and say, hey, here's one of my patients and here's a picture of what I'm seeing. And then that would facilitate the medical and the dental world need to blend together. Mm-hmm. They need to work together. Do you think that maybe since COVID has hit and the way that healthcare had to be adjusted a bit, just like we were all on Zoom calls a mm-hmm. lot, I know that telemedicine Um, had some barriers previously with insurance and even being able to see people across states. Those barriers got knocked down out of necessity. Um, Do you have hope that barriers like this and the willingness to change might be a little bit better? There's a lot of new things coming up. Teledentistry and COVID definitely has helped that. Um, The dental hygienist being present maybe in uh, different medical offices at different times to do exams. Uh, There's a lot of things coming in. We just need to start working together. And one more question. We're talking about rural, and um, I don't know how rural we're speaking, just people in maybe cities or towns who are far away um, or people who live in areas that don't necessarily have higher-end tap water. You talked about this in the, in the documentary. Are there a lot of people in some rural areas who maybe are on well water without fluoride, or are there issues with local water filtration plants that aren't producing water with enough fluoride in it, or are there people resistant Oh, well, yeah, we've got bottled water. water. Bottled water doesn't have fluoride in it most mm-hmm. of the time. And we drink much more of that. So that's an issue. But by putting the fluoride varnish on two to three times a year on children's teeth, it remineralizes them and strengthens them. So so it, again, is that prevention. And um, every, you know, there's usually a medical office somewhere where you're taking your, your child to, to get medical care. This is a good preventive strategy. Okay. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. That's uh, Dr. Carol Berger, and we really appreciate you coming in. Thank you. You can see her new documentary on YouTube right now. It's called Rural Children in Crisis, Access to Missouri Oral Care. And again, it's available on YouTube. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. If you learned something new from today's episode, consider leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the easiest way to help people discover our show. We appreciate it. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis.
Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.